Steps on the dribble across the timeline. Down to 15 seconds. The Illini zoom out to a 10-0 lead to start the game. The lead got as big as 36. Five seconds to go. Reggie Theus shakes hands with Brad Underwood. Final score, Illinois 85, Bethune-Cookman 52. Here tonight in Champaign. And the non-conference season is done. No more prom queen to open the rapid reaction? Did you change up the, the rotation? I didn't mess with the rotation. It's okay. It's Brad okay. Underwood messes with rotations. I don't mess with rotations. <laughs> hey, it's 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 been a good day for the orange and blue, eh? Capped off here nicely by an 85-52 win over Bethune-Cookman. Welcome in. Fasteners, etc. Postgame show. Scott Beatty in the house tonight. Michael Tulip was on the scene with the call, doing a great job. You know how these guys are once they get onto the network. They're like, see ya. Yeah, we'll, we'll give him the rest of the night off. So it is Scott and I taking you through here on the Fasteners, etc. Postgame show. We want to hear your thoughts on Illinois' bounce back win. But first, our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management for over 45 years, striving to serve financial needs and build lasting relationships with their clients. We wanted to see the Illini come out and get a big win. And all in all, I'd say they accomplished that. They did. And there was a lot of curiosity would there be any significant adjustments or, or, or changes? And, and we saw a lot of that, a little bit of different defensive look, a little bit of offensive look, but obviously none bigger than the Blazers, the coaching staff wore. <laughs> First time since pre-pandemic, I believe, and I think we're going to have to spend a lot of time dissecting the uh, clothing choice tonight for the Illini coaching staff. We will sprinkle that in a little bit. Haven't seen a whole lot of orange blazer out of Brad Underwood. That might have been nice in the bragging rights Yeah, game, I thought maybe but- the first time that would come out. Might have not been against Bethune-Cookman, but hey. You got to do what you got to do. Bingo. And to your point, yeah, no Sky Clark tonight. They change up the starting lineup. They start up or change up the the rotation in in general. And I think they they got the energy from the guys that they were looking for. Good nights from Coleman Hawkins and Sincere Harris on the edges. Big night from Dane Danger on the scoring end. Yeah, clearly the the starting line lineup changed somewhat because of injury to Sky Clark, but also some there by choice. I think they wanted that energy from Sincere Harris and going with a big five in Dane Danger. A little bit of a different look now. And it's our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Acid Management. We want to hear from you. Give us a call 217-356-9397. That's the fan line. Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. There's Prom Queen. See, I knew it was going to come back around. Fasteners, etc. Postgame show up next. The following program is an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS, along with Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations. Fighting Illini game day coverage continues. On your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics, News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217 351 
1-800-522-5357. Now, your hosts for the Fasters Etc. Postgame Show, Evan Kahn and Scott Beatty. Into the paint, leans in, shot blocked by Danger. Taken out of there by Illinois, four on one. Fast break, Harris behind him to Hawkins, and he lays it in. Great pass. Beautiful feed by Harris. Here's a drive on Harris and a bad pass. Intercepted by Shannon. Here we go the other way. Shannon with a left hand. Up and in. Yeah, a little early defense into offense. Illinois forcing 21 turnovers, converting with 27 points on the other end in a 33-point win over Bethune-Cookman to wrap up the non-conference portion of the calendar. Welcome in, Fasteners, etc. Postgame show here with Evan Kahn and Scott Beatty. You heard the numbers there. We're screening them as we move along, so hold on with us there. 217-356-9397. And the Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 217-351-5357. We will open up the fan line to get these going because Simeon is on the line who dropped by the studio a couple weeks ago. Left some Christmas goodies, but uh, Santa didn't have a whole lot for the Illini over the last couple of weeks, so I understood why he stayed away, but uh, he's calling in here tonight, and we appreciate it. Hey, Simeon. Hey, how are you guys? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, I haven't talked to Scott in a while, so Happy New Year. (laughs) Uh, Evan, remind me, I guess I brought a cloud in when I came in to see my last play, but uh, uh, this week, I, I don't have a lot of critiques on the game tonight. Uh, you know, I'd like to see some uh, – they got a little loose with the ball in the second half and we had some, some turnovers, so we still got to fix that. But I, I had kind of gotten tired over the uh, – especially after the bragging rights game of uh, all of the pundits that I heard have so many negative things to say. And uh, uh, Steve Bardo kind of stole my thunder um, because I had been thinking about this um, before the season had – started and um, looking at what different people had to say and things like that it was at least in my mind we knew that um, we had lost like 80 percent of our scoring um, with this new group Um, we knew that uh, uh, Coleman and RJ this was going to be the first time you know they played last year but this was the first time they were going to be in Mm -hmm. in meaningful positions and I guess I could include Terrence and and, uh, Matt in that as well Um, even though they had uh positions on their uh the teams they transferred from this is the first time that they were going to be uh in positions where they needed to be leaders and then we had all of these freshmen so um i had also listened to people before the season started say hey this could be an up and down season one where we can blow out some guys and then we could get blown out but the uh whole hope was that they would come together uh uh, Brad gets paid to work on this kind of stuff. And by the time March rolled around that they had jailed and we'd have a team that would make a r- deep run in the in the tournament. Um, if you guys remember something different than that prior to the, um, to the season starting, it, let me know. <laughs> no, that, sound, uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, so I just wanted to encourage uh, Lion Eye Nation that we're going to be okay. Um, I think they're going to hit their stride. And then uh, – Toward the end of the year, we're gonna we're gonna have a good team on our hands. Now I'm gonna say something that's gonna be sacrilege, and you guys may jump on me with that. 
but it it may be time to end the bragging rights. Um, I know it's been around <laughs> for a long time. Um, but what I see, um, you know, over the five last five six years, um, the players, you know, it doesn't really mean that much to them. It only seems meaningful to players that are going to, you know, have been here for a while. Yeah. Uh, three to five, I mean, three to four years. Um, but the ones that just are kind of going to be here a year or two, it doesn't mean that very much. Maybe we need to replace that game with Arizona. I know people are going to boo me off the stage. <laughs> I thought I'd throw it out there anyway. No, and, no. Hey, we appreciate all all opinions here. And thank you, you for calling in. We'll just we'll just start there. It's it's an ebb and flow with with that game. I mean, you got to remember there was a, a a couple like decade periods where Missouri didn't win a, a game, and I'm sure they wanted to to quit the series. So so we can't take the ball and go home now. Most of all, when it comes to that, and and there was a lot of meaning with these games the last four years, right? With all the crossover, and we missed post game. I mean, just a. a confluence of events out of town whether i i bailed i was not going to get trapped at the radio station for christmas and it just so happened to be rock bottom for this team and i i think that's why a lot of people were, were jumping off because that was an absolutely abysmal game on, on thursday i it again it was so convenient that i was home because i just wanted to turn it off and that's exactly what i did but the 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 it wasn't going to come together but as we've said the goalpost gets moved when you beat two in Madison Square Garden, and you go out and you beat UCLA. But this month has been start, stop, start, stop, start, stop with the loss to Maryland and then that win against Texas. So it, it, it's been a, a long month for a lot of uh, Illini fans. So it can get a, a little clouded. But I think when you look back at, at this non-conference, uh, Illinois didn't hurt themselves too badly. I mean, 9-2 and two in non-conference? If you said that beginning of the year, yeah, they're going to go nine and two in nine conference. That seemed about right. I just didn't think the zero and two start in Big Ten play mm-hmm. and 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 just two of the losses, one in Big Ten and one in non conference, really ugly. Yeah, just really atrocious. And then you had a couple of other games where, like, oh man, you need a better effort there, uh, or better that implies they're not trying a better execution there. Um, but all in all, if you went just. Nine and four at 13 games in with the rest of the Big Ten's schedule. Seems about right. Seemed about right. It's just a different path than you thought you'd take and get there. And um, and this coaching staff, Brad Underwood, is I do, you know, uh, Brian Barnhart said it, I do credit him too. St- willing to just go, not sure that this is the route that we can keep going and sustain success, so let's change things. And they showed that tonight. The different look on defense, different look on offense, the different look on the sidelines. <laughs> yes, a lot of changes there. So, hey, thanks for the call as always, Simeon. Happy New Year, guys. Happy, Happy New, New Year. year. Yeah. It will be a good New Year. Next online athletic contest on the airwaves will be next year with the women on Sunday. So we're ending it really well, and hopefully we kick off really good with Iowa and then the bowl game mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Uh, we want to get some more thoughts in here, so we go back to the fan line. Jeff is with us up in New York City. Hey, Jeff. Hi, guys. Um, well, you and uh, Simeon pretty much answered uh, the questions that I was going to ask you, um, and it was basically that in the aftermath of uh, the uh, 
losses to Penn State and uh, Missouri, it seemed to me that there was kind of an elephant in the room. I was at Madison Square Garden for the Texas game. I uh, don't see a lot of games um, in uh, recent years, but I have seen quite a few over uh, the course of of uh, my life. And uh, I thought that that Texas game was one of the most, one of the two or three most enjoyable games I've ever seen. Um, the uh, effort out there in overtime, the performance that Terrence put on, I haven't, you, you know, you can take issue with this if you want, but I haven't seen anybody better uh, than uh, Io or even D. Brown. Um, at one point in the overtime, when he was walking to the free throw line, they put his face up on the jumbotron, and the look in his eyes was, "I'm going to show the world in Madison Square Garden that I can play here on a regular basis." And he went up there and he knocked down a couple of critical free throws that were just a, a dagger. And um, I've just got to say as, as well that the uh, atmosphere among the fans, the Illini fans there was one of the most amazing I've ever seen. But I digress. And what I want to say is that uh, after that game, it looked like we had such tremendous momentum going. And then we came out so flat against Penn State. And like I said, there was an un, there was an elephant in the room. It seemed in uh, the comments that I was both reading in the news gazette and hearing people making it. And so, so I'm just going to say it here. My thought was, has the coach lost this team, or did he never have it in the first place? And um, you know that really wasn't addressed too much. You know, we allowed Alabama A&M to make. Uh, an unanswered 18-point run there and uh, came out as flat as we did against Missouri. I mean, I think it was largely addressed tonight, both on the court and by uh, you three guys uh, a few moments ago. But uh, I would, like I said, I would throw it out there, and I'd love to hear your comments on it. I've seen that, too. I've seen other people say that kind of thing and I, I think it's just too early to make those kinds of statements um, how, how can you say a, a coach lost the locker room when you've beaten two top 10 teams and uh, you've assembled the kind of talent that you have if 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 things take a nosedive and and don't come back but this was a team that always was going to be a team that had to figure some things out as they went along. I, ne- I never had the expectations that this team was just going to roll in the early going. They were too new to each other, and 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 they had to redo a system with no Kofi, with with, with no Io from two years ago. Um, I, I I'm not playing apologist for Brad Underwood. I'm just saying it's reality. So I think that's. The, the the reason I think people are throwing that out there is because of some of the post game comments that were being made, which I am at this point willing to say are things that were verbalized publicly that probably shouldn't have been, but aren't any different than any other locker room across the country. I keep going back to a t- maybe a tired analogy 
because I said it in pregame. But <laughs> if, if if you grew up with siblings and then said publicly to the world, you know, sometimes we got in fights and had conflicts. It's like, well, no, duh. <laughs> now you got 18 to 24-year-olds smashed together to try and go out and win and put it all out there uh, for a demanding coach. So, you know, that's a talk about that in February and March. I've, I've said for, for years and years, you can go back on the tape, the most valuable thing in basketball is chemistry, 1,000%. Because you've got to be able to talk and trust on defense, and you've got to be able to trust and communicate and be able to share it on offense. And being in throwing, yes, five 19-year-olds with a two 23-year-olds and a couple of guys that have been here, it's not going to be pretty in the beginning. Remember when LeBron and Bosch went down to Miami and they were like under 500 for two months and then they won two NBA championships and had one of the best dynasties. That That's one of the best collections of talent and they still couldn't win every single night. It takes some time. And, and if they had lost a couple of games in a row, maybe those questions come up. But this team still, I don't think, has lost back-to-back games in like a year. Like, he, the, Illinois bounces back and People kept going back to that Alabama A&M game. You guys are going to forget about it. That's the the long ex-girlfriend that can't hurt you anymore. Illinois won that game by 21. (laughs) Illinois won that game by 21. They had five bad minutes where Alabama A&M made some shots. You can can make a a big deal out of it, but all in all, they're they're trying to to figure this out, and I, I think you see the talent is there, and a game like tonight or those couple wins that they had early, they can put it together. It's just a matter of doing it all at the right time. Well, I uh, I hope you're right, and I'm sure you probably are, and you're definitely right when you say uh, that it was some of the post-game comments that sparked these thoughts uh, in me uh, <laughs> and others. Um, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm sure you're right, and I hope you are. Um, I will just throw this out. <laughs> it's just, you know, if we, if, uh, we, if we come back, and have a similar game against Northwestern to what we did against Penn State, then I think some of that stuff's going to resurface. But I'm not going to suggest that's going to happen, and uh, I don't want to take a pessimistic approach to it. I hope you guys are, are right, and uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, you know just uh, go forward thinking like that well i'll piggyback with you because as soon as brad underwood said it he said here we go i mean that was my exact feeling with these next 18 games because to be quite honest with you i don't think illinois is going to end up going like 15 and 3 over these last 18 games and ending up with the last the same record as last year it's still going to be up and down this is going to be a grind this big 10 season because there's a lot of teams like illinois that are still trying to figure it out look at michigan tonight Michigan's fallen off. I mean, they don't have a point guard, but like it, it, it's going to be ugly, and I hope Illinois can put it together for a stretch at the right time to, to give the payoff for you guys in the end. Oh, oh and who won between Iowa and Nebraska? <laughs> With Chris Murray back. I think that was wire to wire, too. Yeah. I mean, and Nebraska is not not your, not your as bad as you think. Um, but, but I look, I Northwestern's no gimme. Not just because of some of the experience, but there's just something about going up to Welsh Ryan. I mean, I think they have their attention, but Northwest it just it, that's just never an easy game. It's, it's just a weird game. Hey, thanks for the call, Jeff. No problem. Have a great night, guys, and happy New Year to you too. Likewise, you'll get it before we will. Enjoy it. <laughs>
That's true. Bye-bye. Thanks, Jeff. You can give us a call, 217-356-9397. We'll get into some texts here and some more breakdown. Let's pick out our MX Electrifying Player of the Game. MX Electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service for both residential and commercial needs. Call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project. And remember, relax. Call Max. I don't think it's too hard to, to pick out a, a player of the game for this one. I, I was just leaning Dane Danger for, for most of the way. Hey, man, if you see a down power line, look out. Danger. <laughs> electric. See? Electric. That was that was great. Yep. Max is, Max is giving you an extra bonus for that. But Dane Danger, uh, they, they were really using him in the offense, and, and, and I think Sky Clark going down was a big part of that, but... And him being able to play 26 minutes, I don't know if that's going to happen every night, but Dane Danger, high motor for 26 minutes tonight, ends up with 22 points, six boards, four blocks, and four steals. Yes, I'm reading that right in 26 minutes. And we're going to give Dane Danger our MX electrifying player of the game. Now he drives in and it's stripped away by Danger. Fast break the other way. Shannon layup. Missed it. Followed by Danger. And he slams it in. Hawkins dumped down, left of the lane to Danger, backing his way down, spinning with the left hand, and he put it up and in. Oh, that spin move is dynamite. Danger. Yeah, there were a few mice in the house tonight. Dane Danger all over it. 8 of 10 from the floor. Even hit some free throws in the second half, going 4 of 5 from the line there. After the break, I'm going to tell you why I think this may be a more permanent change. Okay. To have Dane Danger in the starting lineup. I, I, I would like to break that down. We'll have that for you next. That's our MX Electrifying Player of the Game here on the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini Fan Line, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling Text Line, 217-351-5357. Danger against the man of man, guarded by Hulsey. Flips it out, left wing. Harris for three, and he's banked it in. It went in, and he's fouled. Count it. I don't think he thought that ball had a chance. Sometimes it's nice for it to just be your night, like it might have been on that three for Sincere Harris, who also was in the starting lineup and had himself a game. 12 points, four boards, three assists in 24 minutes. I was even that guy texting my buddy during the game on Thursday in the first half. Like, where is Harris? Like, what what do you have to lose at this point? Put the guy in the game. And Brad said it in the postgame. He, he decided, I think, again, Sky Clark played a, a little part in that. But let's just get him in there from the jump and, and set, set a bit of the tone. Yeah, I, I think he overall likes the attitude, heart, effort, and defense of Sincere Harris. I think you trade off a little bit offensively with him. A little bit. I mean, he got a three because he kind of just aimed it in the general direction of the hoop <laughs> and it went in. But he has so much of what uh, you want in, in, in Brad Underwood and uh, what Brad Underwood wants in a player mm-hmm. and, and really what the fan base likes too. Uh, but the rest of the freshmen, okay, Scott Clark injured. Uh, uh, Jaden Epps, I mean, he's solid. You're giving up something defensively mm-hmm. with him right now. And Ty Rogers has just been on the struggle bus for the first semester. Trying and to find it, that consistency. Yeah, and he's I mean, you got he's got a high ceiling. Um, but the thing that tell you know, the, the the thing that tells me that maybe this is a little more permanent with Dane Danger and Sky Clark is 
reportedly day to day, game to game. Okay. Um, so so maybe this is done. So maybe we won't know until Sky Clark's back. But Brandon Lee was used for eight minutes tonight, and I that's a season high. But to me, that said, this is the, we got to have him in there because we're going with a big in in the. And I'm not calling oh. I'm not calling Coleman oh. a big in this. Like if Danger's going to be yeah. a five, then we're going to kind of stay and we're running spread. They run ran the spread. They're run, using the pinch post. Uh, I'm not saying Lieb's, you know, whatever, wherever it is, but I mean, he's basically the backup to Dane Danger. Is there anybody else? So uh, I think they want to go more with this in the offense uh, rather than the five out. They're running the spread here, and maybe that necessitates, you know, Lieb to spell Dane Danger in the five. That's. That is a, an astute observation. I get and it that it's Bethune-Cookman, and he played eight minutes against ex- Monmouth as well. Exa- and, and that's that's where I worry about it because, I, yeah, you don't want Brandon Lieb on the on the floor for eight minutes in a, a Big Ten game unless I, Illinois is up by 30, well, as they were yeah. here tonight. And you don't, as we were just going over in that but he last went segment. to him pretty early. He went he, to Lieb kind of early in the first half. It was it was already a sizable lead, which is which. Yeah, I, I think yeah that makes sense. But that that's also why they probably want more minutes out of Dane Danger. Hopefully he can get this 25 every night, and then you go with Coleman Hawkins for that 15, 10 to 15, give him a different look. You can you can mix and match with a, with, with both a, those different offensive sets, and then you don't run the same thing over and over uh, against a, a team that can adjust to that sort of thing. But By the way, they said Coleman Hawkins had his third double-double of the year, so that's a double-double against EIU. It's a triple-double against Syracuse and a double-double tonight. Isn't that four double-doubles? Because a triple-double is two double-doubles. Mm, we'll have to check the it's math. mind-blowing. Yeah. Because you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll have to look at the math on that. But it it, it, it was an interesting revelation with everything that happened the last couple of weeks and, and Clark going down, how they made the changes, and this was a, a, a good game to – put those changes in because they were able to run through this stuff, right? You see them going through, it's not here, we get the ball reversal, we run it again to the, the other side, and they were able to, to work through those kinks because it was a, a little slow motion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and there was times when they were still standing. Mm-hmm. They were still standing. But I mean, literally, you could hear, you could hear Brad, Under, the 200 level could hear Brad Underwood say, cut, <laughs> move, and they were just standing. But there were other times that that offense started to flow. Illinois shoots 49% from the field here in this 33-point win. Text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. Will is a big fan of the suits. Says suits equal business. We'll see if they they keep up that trend. I don't know if you can call what Brad Underwood was wearing a a suit. No, I mean, it was... You you don't wear that to a funeral. (laughs) You imagine? If I say suit, I mean, it wasn't, I think, matching coat and slacks right or trousers so they weren't necessarily matching from time to time that wouldn't be bad but i mean yeah that's a suit like those coaches you know you you think of thompson back with the georgetown he's got to have the towel because it's just so hot it's like you know be comfy be you know yourself i don't know but maybe it's just maybe it's just sending a message everything's different new look new but they didn't like wearing them i mean they look good but (laughs) except for chin coleman (laughs) 
<laughs> and that guy could dress. <laughs> he, he was a, a big fan of the suit. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if they're here to stay. But I do. I do agree that, that they were were trying to send a message here. Uh, Brent's got a, a lot of thoughts. He just overall wasn't really feeling like Illinois turned much of a corner because of the turnovers. I think a lot of that was late. Honestly, they 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 did cut down on the turnovers, and that's keeping focus. That's playing forty minutes. That's freshmen getting tired and not running through the sets. I, I mean, most of those were were just errant passes guys trying to to do too much and and leaving their feet when they had nowhere to go with that so all in all I I thought that was better especially with the the way that the offense was what six turnovers in the first half but they were live ball turnovers I understand how they were made that is concerning that's what they've kind of been doing all year 16 points off of turnovers for Bethune Cookman so uh, and that's kind of what Northwestern does as I looked into them um pretty scrappy on the defensive end they're not going to score but they're going to turn you over and not let you not let you score so are they going to wear those gothic uniforms those terrible gonna, gothic uniforms. they'll probably you know what they're they're going to do is they're going to wear those chicago uniforms because oh, they think that they're chicago's gosh. big 10 team because they beat depaul which makes them chicago's team i guess i don't know uh, uh somebody on twitter was like if kevin warren ends up taking the bears job you know it's <laughs> like the Bears are going to join the Big Ten. And then I'm like, Arlington Heights, Big Ten team? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, back to the text line. Benny's happy the Illini are back in the winning column. Benny, fan of the coat. I don't I, I don't think anybody's against the coat, especially when it's orange. Like, And that was a good shade of orange. I was trying to remember is the Miami game or the Michigan game a couple years back he just had a, a, an off like neon orange one and it just it just didn't really work I just wouldn't have thought an orange coat would come out against Bethune Cookman that feels like a bragging rights or an Indiana or a Michigan or a Michigan State type game That's when Bruce used to wear it right yeah. like every bragging rights game Yeah but so. uh uh so we'll 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 see we'll see if maybe that's going to be a permanent thing. Ooh. Maybe you wear the orange coat until until you lose. We we've got the important questions from a man who was on the scene. What was Dane Danger's announcement song when he was introduced in the starting? Didn't lineup? listen. Oh Honestly, no! Did not. If anyone caught it, I mean, I, I think I mean, Brian I was, Barnhart's still in the building. If I, if he was able to to recall or or heard what was played, but the, the he never misses wanted, a moment with Kenny Loggins. He, so. he, yeah, yeah. Two one seven texter wanted Danger Zone. I don't know. I I I'd, <laughs> I'd be curious to know if Dane Danger knows Danger Zone. <laughs> I'm sure he's heard it, and at this point, would probably wants to punch the next person that mentions it to him. <laughs> like the people on Twitter are crazy about that. It's so funny. It was funny the it, first time, <laughs> and the third time. He's a freshman too, so this has only Red just shirt. begun. Yeah. Oh, it's only just begun. We're having. You know, your fun. name sounds like danger. <laughs> no, I never heard that. <laughs> uh, plenty more to do. Really looking forward to our next segment. Maybe play highlight of the year for our Tapman's Towing play of the game. Plus your calls and texts if you've got thoughts here on the Illinois win over Bethune Cookman on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. Oh, yeah. and, and so you, you're always trying to tweak, and I am anyway. Um, and you know our base foundation is the same. How we go about it's a little bit a little bit different. And you know, we've got to get Matt Meyer shots. We've got to get Terrence Chandler shots. We've got to get Dane shots. We, you know, we've got, RJ had the, the the best day he's had uh, in practice the last two days. The ball didn't go in today. I'm gonna I'm gonna chew his butt every time he doesn't shoot it. 
because he's an elite shooter. He got good, and it's it, it's the looks. Um, you know, I thought Sincere was 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 really good. We scored in a cleaner fashion tonight. We scored out of out of the flow of of of, of our actions, and and we still got to get better at it. But um, you know, we're going to win with our defense and our rebounding, and I thought that was 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 a big step forward. To There's head coach Brad Underwood after the game talking about some tweaks to the offensive and defensive system here for the Illini and their win over Bethune-Cookman to wrap up the non-conference schedule. Evan Kahn, Scott Beatty with you here on the Fasteners, etc. post-game show. The defense as well. I'm, I'm going to be waiting to see. I do. I, I did see it. I don't think they're going to switch as much. They're going to go back to, to going over the top and having drop coverage and you gain some things and you lose some things with that, and Dane Danger being in the game leads to that kind of defense. But, uh, yeah, if the, the, the chemistry is not there, if they're not going to talk on defense and they're going to jump, uh, it was glad that they cut down on the fouls with the way that they were playing the defense here tonight late. Like, we, we had a video review in a 35-point game. I don't know why we do this sort of stuff, but we did it anyway. The bench wanted that. What happened? Well, it, I think it was, was it you mean the, the shot clock issue. I th- I thought it was like a foul that they were reviewing. It was a shot clock thing. Okay. I don't remember that they, they didn't go to the tape on that. They got it. They had reset the shot clock when they shouldn't have, and because the shot clock was at four tenths. Okay, okay. And believe believe me, they they were acting like it was the end of a regional final. <laughs> I I was thinking they were looking if it was like a flagrant foul or something. So oh, no. that's better. But uh, yeah, different different look on defense and offense for Illinois here tonight. Okay, uh, you ready for this? Yeah, you got another step for us? I, and I have to credit uh, uh, our friends at Illini guys. They're the ones that put this out. Okay. Uh, tonight, the women beat Wisconsin. Adalia McKenzie, mm-hmm. career-high 26 points. The men beat Bethune-Cookman tonight. Dane Danger, career-high. What did he have, 22? 22. Where are they both from? Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Where'd they both go to high school? Park Center High School. They both had career highs tonight. Huh. Is Mind that, blown? Is that like a hotbed for basketball that we don't know about? Well, I'm just saying, what's the what are the odds that one women's player and one men's player from the same high school will have career mm-hmm. highs in their Division One programs for the same school on the same night? Uh, some, I don't know if they did something special over the Christmas break. In Minnesota? Yeah. Could be maybe something they, in the water. Maybe all got together, secret Santa gifts or something, and and there you go. And just the the air that they they breathe up there. You just you just can't make this stuff up. Life moves just a little bit slower <laughs> in whatever Minnesota. <laughs> Brooklyn Park, that's a suburb. Great, great, great night. Yeah, McKenzie twenty six, Cook had twenty three, Danger with twenty two here tonight. A double double for Coleman Hawkins. Illinois football got a quarterback for next year. Mm-hmm. Luke Altmeyer. Announcing on his Twitter that he's going to be playing for the Orange and Blue. Uh, some people are saying that was the one that you you should have wanted from the get go, amongst all the transfer portal QBs. Sounds like he's got he's got big upside. He's got he's got years of control. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing we're going to he's talk about in. here in college sports. You know, he's, he's got remaining eligibility. <laughs> they franchise tagged him already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's not just a rental player. You know, this isn't just a trade deadline pickup. You know. 
they've locked him in. So uh, a good day for Illinois sports all in all to wrap up the 2022 calendar year. Let's pick out a Tapman's towing play of the game here on News Talk 1493.9 FM, WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana. Tapman's towing says car won't start after the game. Call 217-328-2424 for the most trusted roadside service in downstate Illinois. Tapman's towing or visit online at Tapman's towing. Com. I don't know when the state gives out the awards for best calls on plays here in the state of Illinois, but I've got a late entrant here from Brian Barnhart and Mike LaTulip. They were on the scene for a Nuggets and Sincere Harris dunk within seconds, and it's just an absolute electric factory. And and I'm giving that my Tapman's towing play of the game. Honestly, I was scrambling. I've got I've got like three question marks here. Like, is this the play of the game? Is that the mm-hmm. play of the game? And then mm, put right on a, a pedestal, and sincere Harris snatches it. Let's hear the call. Again, McNuggets here. Here we go. Here we go. If he misses it, three McNuggets. Up, missed it. Three McNuggets. Rebound, fought for. Who's got it? Harris, ahead of the pack. Sincere for the slam. Sincere Harris of McNuggets and a slam. All in 10 seconds. The McNuggets boost. The McNuggets boost. Harris up for the flush. Here is Harris, right wing, feeling it. Three ball. Got it. Sincere Harris. He threw in an extra three there at the end as well. Career high for Sincere Harris tonight, 12 points on 5 of 7 shooting. And that just absolute dynamite. Tatman's towing play of the game. Whatever is stirring inside of Sincere Harris, if you could bottle it up and sell it, my goodness, (laughs) people would be buying that as the new... You know, you supplement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sign me up. Sincere Harris Stan Fan Club. Sincere Harris gets our Tapman's towing play of the game. Still have time to get your thoughts in here on the Fasters Etc. Post Game Show. It's the Fasters Etc. Post Game Show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini Fan Line 217 356 9397. Or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. It's an odd stat. Here's Hawkins. Lob. Danger! On the alley-oop for the flush. It's great execution. He just waited for him to throw it to him. Danger with two more. Here's a little Coleman Hawkins to Dane Danger. Coleman, all in all, not a terrible night either. Double-double. Another double-double. 11-11, double. and 11, four assists as well. A couple of steals in there, if I remember right. One, and one block in 30 minutes. Still some turnovers. Yeah. But you saw you saw why you don't play a 2-3 zone against this team. <laughs> all right, they did it for three possessions. Illinois got three buckets, and they never went back to it. So uh, we, we know that... Illinois can indeed be a 2-3 zone with Coleman Hawkins there in the middle, but uh, him him being a, a big pivot point as well in that, that spread offense that they were running out there, him taking care of the ball, that's going to be important for the Illini here moving forward. Coleman Hawkins, one of, three, one of four from threes. He, not really shooting in rhythm, though. A little concerned about that. He's getting downhill. I think 
three. Yeah, these I, other three I buckets think they just, were they, they, at the at the rim. This uh, the more of the spread is just going to fit him a little bit better. Mike Latulip could explain better why, but just the puts him in better positions, right? Yeah, doesn't, doesn't have him so far out. It's putting him there, right there at the elbow where he likes to live, fifteen feet in. He can step out. You know, he can mm-hmm. he can do a, a a screen and pop kind of a, a thing. So. Yeah, he 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 was just very uh, very consistent tonight, but turnovers still were there. Fifteen turnovers tonight, just just too many. Sharing the ball much better than they have over the last month. Seventeen assists on twenty nine yeah. baskets. Yeah, and, and offense, that's a, big. Part I think of Brad that. said that you know, like, hey, the offense was cleaner tonight. You just saw more uh, plays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, if you get you know open floor or whatever, but it, and there, that's where some of the problems came in the, in the open floor. And Carl in Forsyth says uh, going to struggle in the Big Ten if the half-court offense doesn't improve. And you were seeing them working through the, those kinks, and you saw the highs and the lows with it here tonight, as we mentioned, those assists. But but still, the, the turnovers, the spells weren't as bad. Again, most of it came in the, the last five or seven minutes when everybody kind of lost interest and it was academic at, at that point. But um, Academic. Yeah, those get in the way sometimes. Academics, <laughs> Academics do get in the way. But uh, as we were talking off the air, uh, 10 blocks, 10 steals, that'll play. Uh, if you can, you can sit down and guard and, and Bethune-Cookman was, was hitting some shots. Mo- most of their offense came off of bad offense from the Illini. They, they, they were guarding Bethune-Cookman. Ain't got a whole lot. I was a little disappointed the kid from Chicago couldn't show out. I'm sure he had some... some Marcus Garrett? I'm sure he had some friends and family in the stands, but he didn't have the best of games, and, and really nobody from Bethune-Cookman did. But, no, I mean, they're, they're not that solid of a club right now, but uh, Illinois' half-court defense... Uh, you know they 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 put up a wall there, and they they've got the guys yeah. still that can play that defense. They just had the guys that that could switch too, and maybe they'll they'll throw some of that in there at times as well. But uh, sincere Harris fits that mold, looking like Trent Frazier out there getting over the top of screens, mm-hmm. <laughs> running over a bigger guys bigger than him. Illinois with the win. 85-52. to 52. Let's pick out our keys to the game. Brought to you by Game Day Spirit, the best selection of University of Illinois apparel, and brought to you by Hickory Point Bank, with roots right here in our Champaign-Urbana community, Hickory Point Bank invested. My key is the energy felt focused tonight. We, we knew what the goal was. It wasn't individual goals. It was a, a team goal kind of night. You saw that top to bottom. From the suits... To the assists, uh, it, it felt like a, a team kind of win for the Illini on both ends. Yeah, there was a different energy out of the first, out of the gate. Uh, it, execution wasn't there a hundred percent, but it just seemed like a team that was uh, ready to come back in a new, fresh way. That actually, this time of year lends itself to. I mean, just January can can be invigorating in a weird way, even though it's cold. We're not in January yet, but the post. <laughs> Uh, Christmas break can can be that way, and they just feel like we're we, we've got we've got work to do here now, and we're ready to go. Uh, great, you beat USCLA, you you beat Texas, uh, you got ranked high, you 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 have done whatever you've done, but uh, you get your lackadaisical effort against Penn State, you get punched by by Mizzou, 
let's get down to business here. And 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 you've got your pro careers ahead of you for a few guys in in a few months. You're away. You're a few months away from that. But stay here. Lock in. Let's go. I, I do agree. The other key, obviously, was some schematic changes. Mm-hmm. I, if Illinois made no schematic changes, they're winning this game tonight because oh, of just the disparity in talent. But uh, it, it's a key because they won it, executing it in a decent manner and set themselves up to keep doing it against Northwestern, against Wisconsin, yep. who's good again. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, that's why that's why we play these games. I know some people don't like them, but uh, Illinois got to try some things, execute it, put it on film, and now you try to build off that. Those are our keys to the game. Brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Game Day Spirit. Coming up near the end here on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show, give us a call two one seven three five six nine three nine seven or text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line two one seven three five one five three five seven. Yeah, Dane's really just different. Dane's really good. And I mean, he's a really gifted player. And, and, you know, we've got to get Dane dialed in all the time doing what he's supposed to do and not, you know, I've, I've seen enough of his crossover dribble facing up that, that, uh, that leads to turnovers on seven of 10 possessions. And, you know, when he does what, we, what he does, we're going to put him in positions to, to really be successful. And I thought we did that tonight. And, he can score on anybody, and uh, uh, his right hand, left hand, his quickness, like you said, we ran a little isolation from the elbow for him. Uh, he's powerful, he's strong, uh, draws a lot of fouls, and, and again, that's one of the one of the things that we've we've made a point to is is, is Mike is to get him the ball. Career night for the big man at the State Farm Center, twenty-two points. Added six rebounds as well as the Illini win it over Bethune. Cookman, 85-52. Coming up on the end here on the Fasteners, etc. Postgame show with Evan and Scott if you want to weigh in. Dane Dane's going to gonna be a big part of this Big Ten season. I think we knew that coming in, considering he's like the only big on the team in a big man kind of league as you... Remind us that Zach Eady's got 10 double-doubles in like yeah. 12 games here so he far. He got a double-double in 22 minutes tonight. Yeah, was Florida A&M with their opponent. but So so that, it, that that's part of it. But but Dane Danger being on the floor, getting rebounds, being efficient on offense. And, and you heard, I don't know if that have Brad's colorful comments about Dane Danger. Just if, if he does what he needs to, to do and giving this team a, a change of pace there down low, um, that will go a long ways in the half-court offense for the Illini. Yeah, it, it just changes up defense when he's there. And so going into that, I think it was more of a pack-type defense tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, not doing the switching really very much tonight and, and then going into a spread where you can put Dane Danger or or Coleman or 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 Brandon Lieb for that matter in a pinch post and then roll somebody down or uh, do different kinds of screening and all that X and O stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, it it's gonna open up some things. Um, and there's just right now there's not as much on on film. Uh, of this season with this crew doing those kinds of things. So I think there's some more th- options for Illinois here going forward into the Big Ten play with, with Danger. And this team still has yet to show really many shooters. It's a that, lot, it, it's that's a lot cool from off. five feet 
in and guys hitting shots from from time to time. Jay Neps, I, I kind of have confidence in, but he was one of three. Brad yeah, Underwood's, from you're talking from three point. Yeah. From three, yeah. It, Brad Underwood's got a lot of confidence in R.J. Melendez. He's one of eight. They just really don't have any shooters to stretch the defense. That's that's what also helps with, with the drive and kick and the, the five-out sort of thing is if you've got guys that are threatening to, to hit shots from the outside, and they really don't have that. So Dane getting it going in the paint and, and guys being able to, to set them up to, to get downhill. You saw Ty Rogers get into the rack tonight. You like to see that. Jay Neps as well. Uh, he, he had a couple little flurries there where, where he was getting actions to the rims. So if they're not going to hit shots they're gonna they're gonna have to find different ways to to get some points yeah and they missed five layups points per possession was 1.1 which is pretty good uh again the opponent is you you have to take (laughs) that uh with a grain of salt with all that but uh you, you can't fault them for playing who they played and beating who they beat this just needs to translate over into the next step and they are very capable of beating northwestern oh yeah but this is just it's gonna be an interesting challenge here and then you've got a Wisconsin team that once again everyone's like, well, they probably be just not very good and then they're ranked number fifteen right now. And then you gotta to go to Nebraska, which is one of those places where you just think, Oh, I'm gonna win when I go there and they just beat Iowa on their own <laughs> floor and they almost got Purdue a few weeks ago there and they're just playing better, and then you get Michigan State back here at home. So this supposedly soft Big Ten schedule <laughs> it suddenly isn't so soft. It is going to be a grind. We'll have last call here and wrap it up on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show next. Harris got the start, handles it, tend to shoot. Nice pass inside. Rogers got free and he slams it in. The 6'6 freshman. Kevin Davis gets a pick, rolls down the lane. Shot blocked by Hawkins. Another Illinois block, their seventh. Fast break, Hawkins ahead of the pack. And he slams it in gently. His second basket. Pretty feet out of there after the block. Run the floor, you get rewarded. Rebound on the floor. Epps diving. Can't save it. McIntyre out of there with it. Judah Vicious to the rim. Shot blocked by Meyer. Out of bounds to Illinois. Wow, what a block by Meyer running coast to coast. And the Illini crowd appreciates it. There were a lot of dunks tonight. I'm a big fan of dunks. I saved a lot of dunks, so I figured I'd, I'd play the dunks. Seven of seven on dunks for the I Illini. like watching things I can't do. <laughs> exactly. That's why home runs and dunks are fun. None better. We might have to play it one more time before we leave. None better than Sincere Harris's dunk. But uh, th- those were just I. Some I also lights. had the Mike Latulips, oh boy, because <laughs> we've seen Sincere Harris, and he, he, he went with two. He just went with two, and... There were, he cleared it. Oh yeah, the the a couple of attempts with one hand is like oh don't do that again. Just take, just take it up with two, especially when you could get up there, right? Might, yeah. might as well. I'd like to see the side angle of the apex of his jump to to see how high he really got. But uh, changes for the Illini workout with this win to wrap up non-con play, wrap up the 2022 calendar year 9-4. and four. We'll do it again, what, almost a week from today? Next Wednesday, yeah, January Wednesday. 4th, against yep. Northwestern. But we will have a post-game show on uh, 
Monday. We will. Following Illinois in the ReliaQuest Bowl in Tampa Bay. Yeah, we're, we're, we're closing down this year. We're going to hit the ground running in 2021. Women's basketball here. I should know this. 2 o'clock on Sunday. Iowa. Before the bowl preview special. At 5 p.m. At 5 p.m. from Learfield. But we are doing our own sort of bowl-centric preview special tomorrow on mm-hmm. Sports Talk. On our, on, actually, on both these stations. Yep. No matter which station you're listening to right now, you'll hear it from 4 to 6. So we've got all that. As you said, pregame for football gets going at 9 on Monday. We'll have postgame for that. Pregame for basketball gets going at 6 next Wednesday. And we'll be here late night for the postgame show for that one. And you hope the the Illini can take take these last few days of the year, rest up. Been a lot of start and stop with the schedule as well with academics and the holidays and that. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't just game, 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 kind of like it was those last couple, three weeks of yeah. November. So, the month of January has nine games in it. So we're, we're really going to get into the flow of it here coming up, and and we'll see if the, this Illini team can put it together. I, I think so far, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're where they are. They, they haven't played themselves out of March. We're, we're still looking for March. As long as you make it to the tourney, that's all that matters. And we'll we'll see what happens there. You just hope that that they put it together a, a little bit along the way, give you some some delights yeah. and some hope uh, that it could go long. I don't write them off in terms of the Big Ten race, but I just so far they have not shown me anything different than what I thought from the get go. That this is a team that look out with how good they could be by the end of February and into March, and then they can be a team where people are going. Well, they finished fourth fifth sixth whatever in the big 10 but i don't want to face them in the in the in march madness yeah because of how they're cooking when things go towards the end mm-hmm. that's what this team could be um and 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 maybe they could be even more maybe you know i'm not i'm not trying to cap them there i'm just saying that just kind of kind of the feel of this whole thing we haven't I, I, we we have not seen the best, e- even in that UCLA and those Texas games. I, I don't think we've the seen best is yet to come. the best is yet to come. One last shout out for Sincere Harris from a 217 texter loves the energy, the defensive skill, all that good stuff. Came into the game, I don't know how many minutes a game he was averaging, but I imagine as long as he, he keeps doing what they ask him to do and he can sprinkle in a little on offense, we'll, we'll see some more Sincere Harris here as Illinois gets into Big Ten play. All right, I think that's going to do it here for this. Buckle in. Actually, have a little fun this weekend, all right? We're going to send off 2022, welcome in the new year, and then strap in because it's going to be a roller coaster of the Big Ten season. It's going to be a totally normal 2023. I can't wait, and I'm so glad you guys could all be along for the ride. Thank you for callers, texters, podcast listeners, live listeners, everybody who tuned in uh we'll be back with you tomorrow afternoon looking forward to it good night
The preceding program was an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations.